Oh my god, Mystico versus fucking Rocky Romero? Like, really? <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. Wow. It's Friday! You know what that means! A new era of professional wrestling starts right now with AEW Rampage! And welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show Where not only are we unhinged We are uncensored But we're uncaged Right here on channelattitude.com What's going on everyone? I am your host Jimmy T And my co-host He's locking the cage up Because apparently Rampage is always up to no good Chris Dams Welcome back to Rampage Uncaged And tell them who you are my friend Who am I? That is, a, that is a deep and abiding question that would take a very long time to answer, Jimmy. But I think what you're looking for is, um, I am Christopher Rams. That's A-M-B-S, like lands with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry. If you ever forget how to spell my last name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every goddamn show I do. Jimmy, can we lock this cage? Just throw it away. Never, ever talk about it again. I think we can. We can. But unfortunately, or well, actually fortunately for everybody else, we do have to talk about this damn show, and uh, I know it was bad enough after both of us already spoke about AEW over at the PWC Network, and where we just did the skirmish, but right here, it's not exactly a wreckage, it is a rampage of fucking hell, right here on channelattitude.com, because sifting through this rampage and dream matches and whatnot, is a bit of a fucking thing, man. It's a bit of a How thing. It? It, it, it is a thing. It is a bit of a thing, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, you know, when they when they signed Mystico, I was hearing lots of people online say that, you know, this was going to be a real needle mover for the 
for the Latin American market. I just went, get fucked. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. He got signed? To, is he signed now to AEW? Or when they made an agreement to have him on or whatever, yeah. I don't God know if he's damn actually it, signed or not, but the, 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 but I've, I've heard people be like, oh, this is going to make a real... No, it won't make a difference, you idiots. <laughs> Well, I just want to say what up to the number one crab cat in Labrat. What's the haps? Thank you for jumping ship from the PWC network to Hamin Media Group for Uncaged. And also we got Liz in the house. And of course, Jerome Hall is in the house. Not to mention Chris Willand and Todd Brantley, the comment king. And look what Chris Willand says. Word up, Hamin Army. Yes, boy. Yes, boy, indeed. We're right here for Rampage Uncaged. Um, before we get into Rampage, I know we already said it over on the skirmish, but we'll say it here too. TNA, TNA, TNA is back. TNA, TNA, tits and ass. Tits, tits and, and ass. I mean, uh, total was it? Wait, wait. Or is it Tess and Albert? It is definitely Tess and Albert. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Albert is the secret brains behind TNA, and uh, you know he's just trying to keep the memory of his long-time, extensive, you know, six-month tag team partner Test alive. You know, <laughs> literally. Uh, Stupid. R.I.P. to uh, Andrew Test Martin. Just quietly. Recipe <laughs> Canadian. He was Canadian, as a matter of fact. And did you know he passed away, unfortunately, while eating a pizza? Damn. He passed away basically as a result of massive overdose of drugs. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, stay away from that shit, folks. It's not good for drugs you. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs because they're bad. Drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Todd Brownie says, oh, it's Rampage. Damn. Ah, uh-uh, it's Uncaged, Todd. Get excited, bro. Don't worry about Rampage. It's Uncaged. You know what I mean? Bro, we're uncensored and unhinged for crying out loud. Yeah. We're bro, it, un- doesn't, it doesn't matter what we're reviewing. You're, you're, hey, you're and tuning in to just hear me and Jimmy like talk it. about awful professional wrestling. Because <laughs> that's what we do best, right? I mean, and Jaron Hall gets it, bro. Well, what do you think I smoke up every time before we talk about this shit? You got to smoke weed while doing this, bro. Bro, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start smoking weed. I, I <laughs> you do, if that's bro. the trick to it, maybe that's what I need to do. I need to smoke some weed. Well, like the song says in the background and what it's called, I need drugs, especially while watching AEW. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's true. Not crack though, even though he's mentioning crack. But you know what I mean. Get on the weed. <laughs> but anyway, Chris, take Nate Dog's advice. Yeah, smoke weed smoke every weed day. Every day. <laughs> Absolutely. And see how he mentions it's Friday night? Even though it's not. But like, <laughs> yeah, you better be sorry, Todd. Because it is uncaged. Sorry. You better be. Labrat says, wrestling boom, right? Come on, dude. Of course it's a boom. We're booming. Boom goes the dynamite. But bang goes the rampage. Ah. There you go. <laughs> Self high five <laughs> to to DDC. Right. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Chris. Feel the the power. 
bang. Or the bang. <laughs> yeah. Feel the bang. Hey, I love DDP back in the day, bro. Bro, DDP's run when he was the people's champion in WCW. <laughs> the OG people's champion, mind you, Chris. That was a great run of professional wrestling, man. I gotta say, it, that it was fucking was, bro. One of the biggest, like one of the biggest things that they fucked up during the invasion. Um, that I don't, I still don't think gets enough attention. Is that they absolutely buried DDP? Like that was a guy well, they could have made serious money with, and they just buried the shit out of him. Well, dude, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. No, <laughs> yeah. that was according to WWE, bro. It was. It was, it was a real good thing. No, uh, Jaron Hall says the Diamond Cutter pal. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, what's up to Dark Side Caster? Hello. Absolutely. What's up, Dark Side Caster? Man, thank you for joining us. Um, and Todd says, "AW awful era pro wrestling." Oof, that's an understatement, Todd. But that's why you're the comic king, my friend. Keep at it, up and at them. That's why Tip you not- have the crown, and also yeah. why you'll never be given your proper chance at the HMG Pick'em Challenge because. <laughs> You already you already have a successful gimmick. You don't you don't need the belt, Todd. You don't need it. You don't need it, bro. Your gimmick is strong enough that you don't even need the belt, bro. But it's alright because you're still the king of the comment. Not of the ring, but comment for sure. Well, Chris, uh, let's get into the dream match, shall we? Because um according to TK, now I don't know if uh Mystico is a signed AEW talent and whatnot. Maybe he is. I'm not sure. But um, what I do want to fucking say is, though, did you know Mystico, formerly known as Sin Cara, um, is a fucking OG gangster, bro? Did you know he pulled out a gun on Alberto De Rio? True story. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, from Must what be I've part heard, of the cartel. From what I've heard, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who you might want to pull a gun on. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I mean that's 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 pretty true. But um, the fact that uh, Mystico was carrying, bro, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's more common than you would think in Mexico City, like in the big <laughs> cities in Mexico. Well, I don't blame him. Just quietly, I mean, shit. I mean, you, you never know where you can end up in Mexico. I mean, there's been a lot of you know a few Aussie um, tourists that have actually been murdered in Mexico for simply being. At the wrong place, at the wrong time. Hmm. No shit. Look it up. True story. That's very sad. I'm sorry, Australia. Yeah. I mean, Mexico apologized, goddammit. Todd thinks he's the ace of HMG Pick'em. No bout needed. Wait, are you legitly numero uno, Todd? Are you like the man? Because I feel like you've been saying this for the last two years straight. I mean... Yeah, has he not been saying that, Chris? I mean, I'm just saying. I I feel like it might be time to put up, Todd. You know, like yeah, you know. I'm gonna investigate that, Todd. I'll, I'll tell. But I'll anyway. tell you what, Todd. You you're you seem to be a big fan of the of the old uh, Scott Hall quotes, right? With the hey yo, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't sing it. Bring, Bring it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one more for the good guys. Just saying. Uh, well, anyway, back to dreaming. It is Rocky Romero versus Mystico. Um, apparently, one of them is the got, has got a belt that's the oldest 
Professional Wrestling Championship ever. And before we go there, though, Zane Vicious is in the his house. Woo! Thank you for joining us, Zane. Where have you been, bruh? But, um, yeah. Who's who's one of Latin American watch? I have no idea, bro. I thought that was QT Marshall. That was that, wasn't he? Bro, I don't know. I this this is the thing with AEW is that you know when they first started, I remember. I I remember seeing the. Do you the, remember the time? Do you remember? <laughs> oh no! How we fell in love? Yeah, one of yeah. those ones. It's not February yet, Chris, but. A lot of love going on in AEW, that's for sure. Um, but continue, please. Man, I remember like watching, you know, watching and listening as Cody Rhodes told me that I wasn't, I wasn't gonna have to pay attention <laughs> to the shoulder content, and now this company seems to expect me to pay attention to the shoulder content, watch Mexican professional wrestling, Japanese yep. professional wrestling, si. to have, hey. to understand deeply <laughs> all of the. You know, all of the reasons why the Mexicans are there and the Japanese are there and why the Mexicans have, have moves called Made in Japan and why the Japanese si. have n- names called Echo in Mexico. And uh, <laughs> I just, I'm Shit. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. You're telling me you don't know who uh, Emily Soccerstar is or... Um, was it the name Emily Soccer Star? I know who Emily Soccer Star is. She's oh, like, oh, she's you do. doing like the queen gimmick, right? She must be Jerry Lawler's. Yeah, she's probably in... Jerry Lawler's new girlfriend, right? Not yeah, but like, well, I know you didn't mean that as a joke per se, because you know, one's a king, one's the queen. Except she thinks she's a queen by wearing a crown, but really she was playing Freddie Mercury from Queen, right? Originally. Now she's a queen? I have no idea, but who cares about her? I don't know who she is. She's a soccer player. That's all I know. Or soccer star. Something like that. Yep. But um, I just want to say, Javi is in the house. What's crack-a-lacking, Javi? And also, we have the G-banger himself in G-ball. What up, bro? Yeah, we've got a whole fucking... We've got a whole bunch in the chat right now. But anyway, yeah, forget Emily Soccerstar. If you want to know our, our thoughts about her, go and check out the skirmish over at the PwC Network. But yeah, man, I get what you're saying. I, I know what you mean. But unfortunately, we got to know this shit already, Chris. AEW expects you to know all these soccer stars, uh, these mystical guys, and uh, the ultimate dragons of dragons, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we have to know this shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And hell yeah, Zane. We are the elite of HMG for sure. Thank you. No doubt about it. Thank you. But uh, anyway, let's go back to the fucking dream match that we are all clamoring for. As I was saying, it was Rocky Romero versus Mystico in a two out of three falls match. Now, my first gripe, Chris... Why the fuck would you bother with a two out of three falls match on a show that goes for like one hour? And if you take the commercials out, <laughs> it's about 45 minutes, dude. So can you please explain why you'd book this type of match on a one hour show? Fine if it's pretty much one match or maybe two matches the whole show. But you had like four of them pretty much, five of them, whatever. Like, come on, man. You don't book this type of shit. And what a weird finish. And by the way, yes... 
Mystico does win. But it was abrupt, dude. The first fall was weird as well. I mean, ugh. it's really, really, it doesn't, I don't understand why wrestling nowadays seems to have, they seem to have matches where like, they choose the stipulation first and then they just have the match, right? Stipulations in wrestling matches are supposed to come about naturally, right? Oh, um, every, every time we have a match, your buddies get involved. Therefore, I've went to the commission and they've agreed. And at the pay-per-view, it's going to be, they're not going to have a chance to help you because it's going to be you against me in a steel cage match. Right. Yes. Right. Well, See. Uh, uh, Undertaker. <laughs> I burnt your father and mother. And My name is me. Game. <laughs> so that. we will face each other <laughs> in an inferno. <laughs> these things came about as a result of the story, right? That's the way that these right. are supposed to happen. So. The story usually with the best two out of three falls is like, oh, I pinned you one week, you pinned me one week, I pinned you the next, and you pinned me the next. We can't figure out who's really better because, yeah, you've beaten me, but I've beaten you also. So who's really the better of the two of us? We're going to have a two out of three falls match to determine who really is the better man. My name is Kane. I had yeah. to put that in there, but uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. I'm not into lucha libre. I mean, I've tried. I've tried getting into lucha libre, but that's just too much lucha no sell. You know what I'm saying, I, bro? I respect lucha libre. Of course, I don't absolutely. like it. No, I don't. I, I don't yeah. like it. I, I respect it. It's like. Yeah, there's a lot of things in life where like you can have respect for something and you can be perfectly respectful and just be kind to people that like it and don't don't, don't have a problem with it but still not like the thing, right? Like you know what I mean? Like there's lots and lots of that, things like that in the world, right? Lucha right. Libre is one of them things for me. It's like I I am so fascinated by it. Whenever I go to Mexico, I wind up having conversations with people about it. I've been to really? the to, to, yeah, I've been to it to a CMLL show. Like I've actually no been shit. to a show in Mexico. Oh wow! Um, you haven't been to a Triple A? No, I've never been to Triple A. Uh. Uh, but I've been to a CMLL. <laughs> oh, show. let's make it say Triple A. Oh, na 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 Banana na. Yeah, exactly. Prince Nana with the dance. Prince Nana. Na 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> anyway back to you went so you went to fucking uh a cmll match yeah. in fuck i mean match to a show, a show. In, yeah. in mexico were you the only gringo there oh yes yes i was <laughs> no offense man not that i don't know why you'd be offended but i guess it's not as bad as being at a place full of uh, asian people though and and you're a fucking westerner like, imagine I, going to a New Japan event and you're the only white dude. I feel like they wouldn't care, like, at all. Like, in Japan, I just feel like they'd be like, oh, you think yeah. So? Yeah. Oh, in Mexico. But see, in Japan, I feel like most of the people who go to shows, like, in Japan are 
I feel like the Japanese audience is very much like a microcosm of the American audience in that it's mostly single men at Japanese shows. In Mexico, like when I went, there was like grandparents with their grandkids and like it was like whole families were there to watch the show. It was very, very different. So, um, mm. yeah. And so the puppies and the niños were there and the, and the mommies. Yeah, they were there with their abuelas and their abuelos. And it, it just felt like it just felt like it was more about the spectacle than it was about like anything that was actually going on. I don't know how to even describe it, but that's what I get out of Lucha Libre. It's about the spectacle, you know? Right. And uh, Zane says something funny and interesting. He says, uh, Jimmy watching those Nacho 97 opening matches saying, this isn't getting over anywhere, mate. Uh, you know what? First of all, Zane, I like your comment, but you know what? You're wrong. I actually used to be into the cruiserweight division back in 97 while watching WCW. At first I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know what I mean? I was a teenager back then, right? So cut me some slack. I was what? 14 at the time, 97. But anyway, the point is Nitro, just even their fucking, the Lucha stuff, it just had a different feel. The cruiserweight division was pretty good in in uh wcw <laughs> like scott all would say but you know think about it you had el dandy <laughs> you had uh damien 666 um i mean there's some huge stars in professional wrestling <laughs> i'm joking what about viano one two three four and ten whatever well, i mean i'm sorry who who are you to question el dandy I mean, El, El Dandy is a great wrestler. He's a jam-up guy. <laughs> El Dandy? That's El mean. Dandy was... What about Silver King and RIP to him? I mean, I'm he just, was at I'm La just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> quoting Bret Hart. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, there was also fucking uh, Thicosis and fucking, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio, OG Rey Mysterio, uh, Juventud Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, we can go on and on. Don't yep. even compare it to Mystico and Rocky Romero. Come on, nah, bro. dude. The, the thing <laughs> is, is like when you were watching WCW Cruiserweights, those guys got how to work, man. Like, it, hey, they would Super Calo, too. <laughs> yeah. They would do the crazy shit, right? And they wouldn't sell if they landed it, right? But I remember watching lots of times where, like, uh, you know, um, it, I remember watching like Chris Jericho as a, as a cruiserweight, right. And he'd have a match with, uh, you know, um, yeah, psychosis. There's a, there's a good, there's a good example. Right. And he hit psychosis with a backbreaker and psychosis would be like literally the whole rest of the match. He'd have his hand on his back when he was walking around the <laughs> ring. Right. He might right. go up to the top and try a move, but you could see that it like, he was playing it off as like, Oh, my back hurts as he was doing it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wrestlers back then like even if you watch some of those old like openings to wcw man <laughs> yeah man good stuff uh, remember hector gaza as well and super Calo and ultimo super crazy ultimo guerrero uh, the ice man the man of a thousand fucking holds never saw a thousand of them ever though chris i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding he's odie wait he's odie lash larue lodi oh yeah lodi with the sign yeah. Well, Raven's flock. That's right. What did it used to say? He used to have those fucking damn signs. There, look, there was a lot. Billy Kidman. Remember the seven-year itch? Instead of calling it the fucking, yeah, the what do you call it? The shooting star press, whatever the fuck he used to call. Ese Rios. Yeah, he wasn't in WCW, Jerome. 
he was uh in WWE at the time with uh what's her name um you know <laughs> uh what what the fuck man I've gone blank bro Lita. Lita that's it Lita why have I gone blank over Lita for crying out loud and Zane wait you were what'd you say here fucking he said I was too were you 14 too or you liked the cruiserweight probably division. a fan of the cruiserweight division yeah everybody liked yeah. the cruiserweight division because those guys would do cool stuff, but they'd also sell. If they missed something, they would sell it like, oh, sh- like shit. They, do they, they though? Go- we need to rewatch that shit, I think, nowadays, Chris, to be fair. Bro, even, like, I even, I think that they did a better job even on commentary at the time. Because they would oh, call definitely. stuff high-risk maneuvers. And it wasn't just a phrase. This is a high risk maneuver because if you miss was. if you miss the fucking 450 frog splash or whatever, you're probably gonna lose the match. Yeah, but you know it's funny, even back then we had your Emily Soccer Stars, just the male versions, and your um what'd you call the Japanese wrestlers before, Chris? I what did I call them? What do you mean? You said something, but I forgot now, it doesn't matter. But hey, even Jushin Thunder Liger was part of that cruiserweight division. Right. Uh, you know, Jushin, what was it? Gushin, Tiger, Maiga, whatever the fuck his name was. Nah. <laughs> Brian like Pillman. That. Flying Brian. Yeah, Flying Brian. Literally Flying Brian Pillman. Um, they need to bring it back. Well, how? If anyone, yeah, exactly. The how is, are they going to pull it off? Everybody's that size now. Everybody who gets into professional wrestling is that size because all of the fucking athletes are doing hmm. something else. Like, I mean, Shit, AEW is pretty much a cruiserweight division when you think about it. They, they even like, called it a light heavyweight, like they they called it a light heavyweight company. That's what Cody Rhodes well, called it when they when they were first starting to do like the, you know, when they first started to like announce that the company was starting. That's what Cody Rhodes said. It's a light heavyweight company. Yeah, well, I mean, ninety percent. Well, look, man, I've and I've said this a few weeks back. But God damn it, what AEW needs to do, if they want to be funny about it, right? Imagine this, and I've said this to you already. They need a big guy. Like, they need to establish a cruiserweight division uh-huh. and have the, a big guy win the cruiserweight belt and never lose that belt until the end of its life. Just yeah. have that person. Lance Archer. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking brilliant. Lance Archer would be perfect, man. Imagine that. They start a cruiserweight division. Archer just joins for no apparent reason, wins the belt, and God damn it, never loses it. How much would that piss off the real Mark Tards that, that are into that such, shit? That would be such a great commentary on Nyla Rose being your women's champion, too. Because it's <laughs> oh like, look, God. I can just make shit up, too. I can, I can just pretend, too. Look, I'm a cruiserweight because I said I am. Fuck you. Right, right. And you're right, Zane. Uh, TNA uh, did try that, but to be fair, bro, from the start, they never said they were cruiserweight division. No, man. And you had no, guys like Samoa Joe. The X division right. isn't about weight limits. It's about no exactly. Limits. Yeah, like dark skies. <laughs> Shout out to the vet. <laughs> you can check out with us actually every Sunday morning where after the collision, Chris, we sift through. through the wreckage. Bang, right there. Well, anyway, back to Lucha Libre, as I was saying. Um, the first fall went to, of course, surprise, surprise, to Mystico after a stupid, and I mean stupid, bro. Please, Mystico, if you comprende what I'm about to tell you, 
right? Bro, don't ever do a Russian leg sweep ever again because that Russian leg sweep was the drizzling shit. I have never seen a worse Russian leg sweep than what Mystico pulled off, bro. Yeah, I would uh, I would like to direct you to the uh, Stevie Richards channel, <laughs> and uh, he did a he 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 he, uh, he did a review of like how to do the Russian leg sweep properly, starring guess who? Wait 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 wait, not Mystico. No, Bret Hart. Bret Hart uh, showing showing him how how I to do that. the Russian leg sweep properly. So Mystico, go ahead and watch that, and just. Uh, in general, you know, figure out how to do that. Literally, figure it out. Um, <clears throat> Caprende. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you trying to say, Zane? Well, I so what if he's Mexican? I think Zane is saying that he can't do a Russian leg sweep because he's Mexican. <clears throat> well, does that mean he can do an acai moonsault? I'm just saying. Does that does that work? I don't, I don't know, but I don't want to see it. Um, did, did Mystico jump off his little bouncy thing when he came to the ring? No, he no, didn't, did he? No bouncy thing, no. Well, so much for Sinkata. Um, but anyway, and you know what, man? Is it just me or does he look fucking? Oh, how do I put it? Not that I can see his face, obviously. Well, we saw glimpses of it. But um, is he? I don't want to say rusty, or is he getting a bit too old? I don't remember him being this bad. Mystico, I, I got to be honest with you, man. If you watched a lot of his early stuff in WWE, it was pretty bad. I remember that he done fucked up a lot. He did. That's true. But he seemed more fluid than he does now. Like right now, he just. He's 40? Yeah, well, so is Kenny Omega, and look at the way he can go still. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I mean, shit. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem the same to me, but you're right. He used to fuck up a lot even back in WWE, so that's true. But, uh, whatever, um, I mean. But I'm, indeed. Well, anyway, as I was saying, Mystical gets the first... Uh, fall via the worst leg sweep I've ever seen in my life. And then, uh, obviously, Rocky Romero. This is typical, right? Rocky Romero gets the fucking next fall. We go to the decider. Um, and then, uh, Mystical wins abruptly. Again, it, it felt abrupt or rushed or... I don't know, man. But again, why book a two out of three falls match on a one-hour show? Call me and, crazy. You and just why do, do that it in a situation where the guys haven't had a wrestling match before? <laughs> well, they have in uh, CMLL. And before I go there, uh, <laughs> did you notice that referee had fucking bigger tits than most women? I mean, I didn't notice, but uh, I'll, I mean. How could I, you not? It's not shocking. <laughs> he had, I forgot what his name was, but uh, he had big cajones. What do you mean you didn't know what his Actually, name Actually, not is. cajones. Tits McGee. Tits McGee. Damn. And, and Zane, look at him. He's, he's, he's already giving me so much shit that apparently Kenny Omega's foolishness isn't getting anywhere, getting over anywhere, mate. 
first of all, mate, you know what's funny, Zane? I hardly ever say mate. Oh, man, look at this guy. He's Canadian and he's saying that. Yeah, it's no secret. I'm a huge Kenny fan. Look, man, I was a big Kenny fan back in his Japan days. Not fucking... When I say Japan, though, let me rephrase that. Only his New Japan run, not his DDT run, just quietly. I was a fan of the cleaner big time bullet club of that time. This one is just, other than his heel run, we're not seeing any glimpse of Kenny Omega whatsoever, man. What's he really doing? Nothing. Like, really, there's no, there's no, there's no meaningful shit with Kenny Omega, and it hasn't been for quite a while, so it is what it is, but uh, what do you do? Anyway, as I was saying, Mystico wins. Big fucking deal. They hyped it up. I'll give them that, dude. They were advertising this match all over the place. Even apparently all over TNT. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Fast uh, the fast Nationals are back, and guess what happened? <laughs> what happened, Chris? What happened? They got fewer viewers than last week. <laughs> did they? Wait, did they really? I don't even know. Ratings are down, yeah. Wait, did did Collision finally beat Rampage though? At least, yeah, yeah. By how much? Not much, not much. Just by maybe less than a hundred thousand, I think. That disturbs me, bro. Because Collision is literally, let's be real, is it not booked pretty much on the same level as Dynamite? Yeah, it's 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 like the one B show for sure. It's like one A is 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 Dynamite, and one B is Collision. This is like I, nothing. There's nothing. You don't need to watch this show. Like, then why the fuck is Collision struggling so much? Yet Rampage seems to get decent numbers, considering you know what Rampage is and what it's become. Yeah, I don't want to say it's just the time frame, but the time frame definitely has something to do with it. Do you think so? But the time is on late for Rampage, eleven p.m. Eastern, right? Yeah, but it's it's still on a, a Friday night. night. You you it's really still think a that? Night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's fucking strange, man, to me. But still, whatever. Um, but after that matchup, dude, after that dream match that pretty much put us to sleep, we see Jay Lethal wanting his shot at the Ring of Honor World Championship. So Stokely Hathaway used his Ring of Honor Board of Directors power, which I didn't know he was part of. <laughs> Jeez, I guess I'll just find out. To book Kingston versus Jarrett in a Memphis street fight on collision. If Jarrett wins, then Lethal gets his wish, and which is a shot at the Ring of Honor Championship. And this promo exchange is worth watching for the camera perspective, making Big Stoke look so little when Kingston shoved him backward. That's I did like that though, man, in saying that. Sure. That's the only thing. But again, why was this? Like and look, and if you want our thoughts about that match, go check out um, you know the 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 wreckage over at channelattitude.com, just quietly because we've already spoken about that with the vet also. But spoilers, yeah. it sucked. <laughs> it actually did suck. It was a mess. Look, some people might like if you're into the real butcher mania hardcore bullshit, you probably liked it. But as far as story and all this shit. It just, yeah, it's disgusting. The match was pretty fucking disgusting too, you know, in in terms of what we think anyway. But yeah, 
And and why the fuck is Jeremy? I mean, again, I don't like the stipulation either, Chris. No, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's not. It's not that I don't understand why friends wouldn't help friends. But no, it's like, I get that. But come on, you you have okay. The person making the person setting up a situation where the guy, you know, my tag team partner has to beat you, and then I can get a shot at your championship. The person who's setting that stipulation needs to be a heel. It can't be the face making that stipulation. It doesn't make any sense. And then the people who are doing it need to come across as being real friends. Like, because it's a sacrifice that I'm going to have to compete in order for you to get an opportunity, right? This is just done for the sake of it. It does. It's really, it's really bad. (laughs) It's really bad. And um, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah, drugs are bad, okay. okay. But um, <laughs> I love that. There are but, times uh, when you get suckered in by drugs, <laughs> and alcohol, and sex with women. Okay, <laughs> but it's when you do these things too much that you become an addict and must get back in touch. <laughs> uh, that's too good. But uh, Todd says Jay Lethal deserves so much better than this. And you know what? I like Jay Lethal. He does. But I did like Jay Lethal's promo in this segment because he seemed to be passionate the way he delivered it. But again, we didn't need Jarrett against Kingston the following night. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Well, to be fair, it was the whole crew against Kingston. But uh, it took a lot. It took a a truck a bus, and a train to get the win. Put it that way. I mean, shit. That's right. All of the modes of transportation that <laughs> that Eddie Kingston is used to using. Note, walking and jogging wasn't one of the things that went on to defeat him. It sure wasn't. Uh, yeah. Uh, Zane says his voice ruins it, though. I know what you mean. He was doing the Ric Flair in his promo this time. It's almost like he wanted to be like, Eddie! Yeah! I challenge you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. He definitely... It was very Flair-esque. Yeah, he's definitely always gone back to that kind of thing. And I, hey, listen, if you're going to if you're gonna mimic somebody, Ric Flair's not a bad guy to mimic, but, um, yeah, I, I get why it rubs people the wrong way, especially if they're not used to seeing Jay Lethal. Like, if they haven't followed his career, it's very easy for somebody to be like, I don't get why he's doing that, and I don't like it. Hey, it's still one of my favorite segments ever in TNA history. The Jay Lethal fucking Ric Flair thing. I mean, that will never get old to me. That was, for me, that's what you call comedy gold in pro wrestling, bro. That that was hit out of the park. And I mean, way out of the park. Them two dudes just straight up like having a woo off was... (laughs) Oh, my God. The fact that, that it looked like Rick was legitly pissed because of what Jay was saying. Yeah. I mean, and if you look at, remember, was it the Fortune? Yeah, it was Fortune, the, the Fortune, crew with AJ Styles. Yeah. Right, yeah. Fortune, like 4chan sort yeah. of thing, yeah. which is so dumb when you think about it now. I mean, why couldn't they call themselves the Four Ponies? I mean. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the Four Stallions, even. That's right. Or the Four yeah, Horses. <laughs> the Four Horses, yeah. I mean, shit. They could have been anything but 4chan. Yep. For I'm just saying. Chan. 
Uh, well, Todd apparently said, well, apparently, allegedly, should I say, well, I've heard Karen Jarrett is an expert on trains, according to Mr. Todd Brantley. Really? Yeah. What trains is that, actually? Well, Jerome says, or the four banger. The four banger. Four banger. That can be, ba- uh, that can be yeah. Max Caster's new gimmick. Four banger. Yeah, we need a fourth guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's MJF. what he's trying to do. He's he's recruiting MJF to be part of the four banger. Well, speaking of bangers, and I don't mean that in a good way. Um, next, we have a number one contenders match for the AW International Championship. It is uh, the big dick himself in dick hungry John Silver versus the weirdo from the UK in Gibbs Sabian and another fucking moaning dickhead. In Isaiah Cassidy. I mean, we got a dick lover, a weird UK guy, uh-huh. and a moaning fucking clown. In and a the three-way. weird UK guy, the weird UK guy could actually become something, <laughs> by the way. That that guy has serious talent. Like, really, I'm not kidding. Okay. I know, you said this multiple times. That guy times. getting signed to NXT would be awesome for him and for the company because you could make something out of that guy. If somebody would actually push him properly and like slow him down a little bit, get him to listen to a few things, just tweak some things about what he's doing, that kid's got some serious talent. Watch him. Watch the next time he has like a singles match. He 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 does good work in the ring. I agree with you, but the thing that takes it away from for me is his look, bro. I can't stand his look. Yeah. So you use the way he looks either. Use that. Lean into it, right? Be a, be the a hell, douchebag. What would you do? And be a douchebag well, about the way you look, and just come out every day looking like that, and be like, and be like, and be like, you know, uh, I've 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 read on the internet, you know, or my publishes my publicist tells me that some people on the internet have talked about not liking the way that I dress and what I'm wearing. <laughs> That's Listen, true. You he plebs, should play into that, right? <laughs> Listen, yeah. you plebs. Yeah, twats, twats, twats. You, tw- he's, you twats. English. Listen, yeah. you twats. Um, <laughs> this is what fashion looks like over in the king's country or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm a fashionista. Yeah, lean into it. <laughs> Why? Because he's lean European? A douchebag. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I, I like that. You know what I mean? The only thing is, when you say about him being a douchebag, aren't, isn't every English guy a douchebag pretty much, though? But you can be different forms of a douchebag, right? He right, doesn't have to right, be a true. bastard. A bastard. He can just <laughs> yeah. be a he can just be a douchebag. Well, douchebag it is. But you're right. No, is in terms of in ring, absolutely, man. And as uh, Todd says, spot on about Kip Sabian, Chris. There you I go. Thank you. I thank you. Well, anyway, back to this weird matchup. Um, the problem here is, Chris, the wrong guy won because John Silver defeated Kip Sabian and Isaiah Cassidy to become your numero uno contender the next night on Collision. And again, if you want to hear our thoughts on that crap, you yeah. can at Channel Attitude. Except we didn't com. see it because that wasn't on Collision. That was on Oh, Battle yes. League. You're right. We didn't watch it. Actually, no. you get the vet's fucking opinion. That's right. We were spared that. We were spared that. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude. Thank you to the wrestling gods for not making me watch that match. Wow, that's so true. We didn't watch it. <laughs> so you're not going to get our thoughts, but no. you'll get the vet's thoughts. So yeah, go and check it out at channelattitude.com. Well, after that, now we've gone to Bizarre Land in a way because Toronto? it's Santana. Well, no, not exactly, but um, it's Santana and Ortiz having a date next week on Rampage for their grudge match. Cool. Now, that is weird, is it not? Don't get me wrong, I'm happy because that means we got something meaningful to talk about, right? Right? I don't know why they wouldn't push it off to the pay-per-view and just give me or, more. Or even at least a Dynamite Collision, but it's on Rampage, Friday night, Philly. In Philly, too, yet. Why isn't it in New York? Like I, Because ECW, ECW. You know oh, they're going to get those bullshit chants. Come on, bro. You should be in the bingo hall. Just absolutely well, ridiculous. To be fair, they are still in the Northeast, in the tri-state area, Chris. They're not far from New York. I don't But care. they're still about two hours away. These are two guys whose entire thing has been being badasses from New York, right? That's the whole fucking thing with both of these guys. And they're Boricuas too, bro. And, I mean... There, I know that there are Philip uh, Filipinos. I know that there are Puerto Ricans <laughs> in uh, in Philly. What the fuck, Filipino? Um, <laughs> Filipinos in Phillies? Yeah, there's, there's Philly. There's Philos in Philly. Um, no, uh, but listen. I know is. that there. I, I know that there are Filipino. Or Jesus Christ, I'm doing it again. I'm Puerto Rican, bro. There are Puerto Ricans in Philadelphia, <laughs> but they're like. The main fucking hub for Puerto Ricans in America is New York. Why wouldn't you Absolutely. blow that off in New York? Yeah, no, you're right. But we're, they're blowing it off instead in Philly. On Rampage, okay. no less. Okay. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Cool if you're trying to get Rampage back up again. This sounds bad. Blowing off and getting back up. You get my drift. But um, <laughs> Max Master up next? What the fuck? <laughs> well, not, not quite. But... My point is, uh, I'm I'm happy about it because we have to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. But my only issue is, if you're gonna put a fucking a so-called big sort of feud on, and the blob's gonna be on Rampage, mm-hmm. then be consistent about it and give us more on Rampage. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me more absolutely. of that. Yeah, you you could absolutely do that. Rampage could be your uh, your international championship night. And it can be that can be like yeah. where Orange Cassidy defends uh, the international no. championship, and where, yeah, okay, why? No, we can have him lose it, and it can be you know whoever's you know in that division is, are fighting and jostling, you know, jostling for position. Who's going to get the next shot at the title or whatever? You could totally do that, but they're not gonna. They're just uh, well. Anyway, during the promo, Santana told his perspective on of fighting all those years to make sure their tag team prospered. And Ortiz was fine being the villain in Santana's sad story. So it's time to do what they do best. And apparently that's Lucha. Yep. You know, fight, fight. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, next after that, we have Claudio Costagnoli, really Yuda, the Space Invaders. You get it? You know how they do the stupid crab? Space Invader fucking gimmick every time they come out. 
That's what they crab should cat. be called from now on. The yeah, well, yeah, well, the Crab Cats versus the Bounty Hunter Brian Keith and everybody's favorite Prime, not fucking Logan Paul's Prime, not fucking um, you know, the Prime from fucking Transformers, but Exodus Prime from AEW. Yeah. Cool. Exodus Prime. Well, the good news is. He exoduses with uh, primes uh, on his ass on out of here, bro. Because they obviously fucking lose. But I felt like they had too much in. You know, Claudio and Willow should have won a lot faster, in my opinion, even though it was still a warm-up match for the Space Invaders. I agree. This should have been very quick. Yeah. Anyway, not much to say other than Costagnoli and Yuta defeat... Brian Keith and Exodus Prime Skier. Anyway, we go back to the back again, which sounds weird, but um, we see the Daddy of Magic and the dancing Daniel Garcia apparently still bickering, Chris, and they have a trios championship bout on collision, and Jake Hager and Anna Jay in cool hand pull himself Ange had enough of the drama and was basically everyone was telling these two to squash it. They need to be on the same page as they want to become champions. As Daddy Magic once again screamed and yelled that he calmed down to squash the beef because he loves him, Chris. But he still hates dancing, but he loves Garcia. The sports entertainers were united once again, Chris, supposedly, for now. Joy. Happy. Joy. Joy. Well, not bok choy, but joy. Anyway, that's that. Not much to say. I don't even understand why he hates dancing. Maybe they need to have a dance-off as the blow-off. Could we get that? I mean, is that possible? i sure it's possible. Uh... It's very possible. I can see this company doing this shit, bro. Because, you know, like Todd says, because AEW, right? I mean... Because AEW. Yeah. Well, because AEW, next, we still stay in the back because uh, we see the Hung Bucks who are offered an open challenge on Dynamite to defend not the AEW Trios Championships, but the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Championships. Yeah. They're different, right. but the same. Get it? Yeah, those are different belts. Those aren't the same belts. It's it's very different. Uh, it's different uh, rules and uh, it's, it's yeah. Six man's not trios. Just saying, you know. Yeah. Just you know. Anyway, did you realize that the fucking elite were the Ring of Honor six man champions? No shit, I forgot all about that. Heck, they even forgot about it. Also, I mean, they pretty much said so. Yeah. Well, do you yeah. know who remembers? Who? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> well, Todd says Anna J is hot as fuck, and that is all. She is. And Jungle Boy is one lucky, weird punk. But yeah. Well, anyway, we get a little hype package for the dream match for Collision. Remember that? The dream match, another one. And it was revealed to be Andrade without his mask. This is the dragon in Brian Danielson. Something like that. 
Yep. I mean, again, you can find what we thought at channelattitude.com. Anyway, next we have Dark Sky. What is it, Chris? Come on. Say it. What? Dark Sky. Dark Sky. <laughs> That's all. Versus Ruby Soho. I think it's the main event. Oh, yeah, it is the main event. Oh, damn it. It's time for the main event. You were meant to say that, not me, but still. Soraya was ringside to offer, I guess, blatant physical interference. Did I mention that the fans during the commercial break, someone mentioned that she sucked dick and uh, she turned around saying the fans in the front row suck dick? I kid Jesus. you not. There's she a lot said of that. There is a lot of dick sucking going on, and I'm not, you know, getting to be the recipient of any of it. That <laughs> makes me very upset. Boo. Yeah, Boo. That makes me upset. God damn it. Yeah, well, someone like her shouldn't talk about, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm um, just saying, then again, she's been pretty atrocious on Twitter. I mean, if you see all the spitfires she's been having with fans, no shit, on fucking Twitter, it's ridiculous, bro. Not to mention the front row here at Rampage, apparently, in Houston. Yeah, don't get involved. Just, you know. Once again, let me say this once more. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs because they're bad. Drugs are bad, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But also, yeah, don't feed the trolls. Like, Yeah, don't feed the trolls. But I want to ask you one question. And by the way, Soho does defeat Blue. Um, this dark sky. She looked a bit light sky, should I say. What's with the colors? I mean, she got bukkake on by House of Black. Yeah. She shouldn't have yellow or blue colors. It should be dark blue. Look, I've been saying dark. that. I've been saying that, and I was, I was basically, you know, uh, I, I, I was around when there was a conversation being had, basically. Um, um, one of our uh, one of our fellow uh, presenters and performers, uh, RBV. Oh. Ah, um, shout out to the uh, to the B to the V. Uh, basically, he, he, he answered a question, this exact question that uh, Aaron <laughs> Ben Shlomo had asked, right? Um, oh. like, why is she dressing brightly, right? Why, why does she have yellow? Um, and I said the same thing. I don't understand why she, like this doesn't make any sense. She's supposed to be dark and mean and angry. Why is she dressing in light colors? And RBV said, well, you know, it's because it's, she, she, she has to take her time to, to change into the darker character. And, you know, it's like, I was like, I didn't say it, but I was like, bro, you're making excuses for shitty fucking writing and dumb fucking character decisions. Like, it's not it's not an offensive thing to say. I, I love RBV. He's one of my favorite presenters, one of my favorite performers. Um, but he's flat out wrong. Like if I felt like this was a company where that kind of you know foresight into it and it was really that oh no man they're gonna do this great story and they're gonna really pay it off and it's gonna be fan fucking tastic once they pay it all off you're gonna love it it's gonna be so good to pay off and you're gonna see how she went from being like 
you know, this happy-go-lucky girl, and then she slowly morphed into this bad, you know, evil thing, and then she eventually got there into it. No, that's not what's going to happen. That's not at all what's going to happen. Don't, yeah. don't put your own good ideas on AEW. Don't do that. Well, because you, you, when you're watching AEW and you're going, oh, I know what they could do here. Stop that. You're setting yourself up for a really big disappointment. Don't do that to yourself. No, but Liz hits the nail on the head because she says she's dressed in Scooby-Doo gear. It is dumb as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Labrat brings up an interesting thing. This is just a reboot of Julia Hart's turn. Yeah. 100%. Which was not I a well-done, interesting story that, you know, took time to milk. She was it just, just easily... Got- it just turned, turned into yeah. stupid, and it was stupid while it was happening. It was stupid beforehand. It was stupid afterwards. And it gets even stupider on Saturday, where we see the lights go out more than one time. Just saying, yeah, with the same guys, pretty much. Um, anyway, Liz also says, for fluff's sake, no, she doesn't. She's no, she doesn't. Scooby-Doo Liz gear. said, <laughs> for fuck's sake, she's wearing Scooby Doo gear, complete with SD tag around her throat. <laughs> Fuck me. Scooby-Doo is the ultimate baby face. Shaggy. Raggy. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> like sky, sky blue. <laughs> oh, boy. Fucking look what you have done. Now I'm going to think of Scooby-Doo every time I see dark. Dark sky. <laughs> He's not so dark. Anyway, <laughs> that was your main event, folks, and uh, that was Rampage. Um, there, yeah, there it was under one hour. I mean, shit. I mean, what's it to say, man? Is there any point of giving a grading to this show? Because, what well, I mean, D. how do you grade this fucking thing? What well, was it really better than Dynamite in your opinion? Honestly, uh, no. But it wasn't up less of my time, but that's true. That is true because it was one hour, it doesn't get an F. You're right, that's that's a good point, actually. Man, so in saying that, I'll give it a D for dark sky, or is that dog sky? I dark I have no idea. Sky. <laughs> Not shaggy. <laughs> wait, 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 dark sky is ds and scooby-doo is sd oh conspiracy bro anyway you can find me on twitter i'm at chris damage (laughs) one i'm also uh right here on the hfg channel attitude.com where we do where i do this show with jimmy and also uh sundays 10 o'clock uh eastern standard or central standard time uh (laughs) after the collision we sift through the wreckage the wreckage so you can find me on all those things thank you very much olay jimmy hold on hold on yeah jesus christ hold your horses shaggy <laughs> well before i say where and what and how to find me uh todd says uh the sky blue the e sky blue didn't show enough ass sorry not sorry i guess Don't that makes three of us because we're not sorry, sorry, not sorry. Anyway, if you want to follow me on the Twitski, you can ski at DJ Mass Effects. And also you can follow us at the PWC Network. 
like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com where for five bucks not only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling but also the best in all of professional wrestling also hamimediagroup.popping.com for our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.popping.com for all of our other shows and that's a wrap chris so in saying that i am jimmy t that is chris ams <laughs> and you've been listening and watching the hmg rampage uncaged show right here on channelattitude.com via hamin media group and it's a wrap peace <laughs>